You've fallen down the rock and roll rabbit hole. Hello and welcome back to Rock and Roll Rabbit Hole. We are back for season two and raring to go. We got a nice list of songs we want to share with you, talk about. Uh, and today, Butch, you want to tell them what we're going to talk about today? Yeah, well, we figured since you know we're well rested, and we uh, you know we took tan, a little, had a little off season, COVID free. <laughs> I think the tanning is probably uh, you know Subject marginal. To opinion, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Subject but, to uh, perspective. I figured to kick off season two, one song is not enough. Right. One song just wouldn't do. So we're gonna do two songs that are quite often found together whenever you hear them that's right uh, the mighty we will rock you and we are the champions from double Queen. single from double single 1977 right i believe so yeah i believe so so but before we dive into that yes we have the opening ceremonies hey. beer of the week this week is high lie india fail from cigar city brewing company we'll be Enjoying these from Mason Jars oh, nice. that I found in my cabinet and watched. <laughs> and I think we've uh, 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 we've sort of accidentally paired it with the topic today. Uh, Freddie Mercury, born Farouk Balsara, and uh, Zanzibar to Indian parents. So an India pale ale might be appropriate. I okay, suppose. there you go. As close as we're going to get. That's, as close, that's the best this we is, can do. This, I remember the first time I had this beer, I had gotten a sample. I don't know if our listeners know, but I've, I've done some time as a, as a beer critic. And uh, I got a sample of it, and I enjoyed it. I remember texting my girlfriend. I was a little tipsy, and I said, I think I found my new favorite IPA. Nice. And so then when my friend Chuck moved down to Florida, this is a Florida brewery, yeah. uh, he... Anytime he would come up to visit, he'd say, you want more High Life? I'm like, yes, please. Bring me a couple six-packs of High oh, Life. So it's so. sort of like uh, White Castles or Big Red. For me, know, it was, yeah. And now it's been, in Louisville, the high it's been in the Louisville market now for about two years. So. Cheers to Cheer season two. Night, high Life. Thank you, Cigar City. Once again, we're not sponsored, but we'd love to fix that. You mm, know, so. Yes. <laughs> Maybe I'll reach out to their PR people and, and send them this link once it's up. <laughs> yes. And now it's time for... Oh, the tail of the tape. And once again, I'm I'm like scrambling for my page that contains the tale of the it's tape. It's been a few weeks since we've done this. We're yeah. out of practice. All right. The tale of the tape. We Will Rock You and We Are the Champions are songs by the British rock band Queen. Uh, first released on their 1977 album, News of the World, written by Brian May and lead singer Freddie Mercury, respectively. So Brian So wrote, like, yeah. Freddie wrote the A side, Brian wrote the other A side. Uh, yes. I, yeah. 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 We're going to discuss that. You know. Yeah. That's interesting, the the AA side, which is, I don't even know if that's uh, possible, you know, physically. So That's that's my joke. (laughs) Yeah, okay, good. Uh, Brian wrote We Will Rock You, and and Freddie wrote We Are the Champions. Uh, They remain rock's uh, most recognizable anthems, or they're among rock's most recognizable anthems. We Are the Champions reached number two on the UK singles chart, number four on the Billboard Hot 100 in the United States. Number three in Canada, so no number ones there, kind of. That's crazy, I know. Amazing. Which what's amazing is that I saw that there was one study back in 2010 that said that We Will Rock You was the most played song at major sports venues. I believe that. Yeah, which is, I mean, I'm sure it's still probably mostly true today. I've got other accolades here in the tail of the tape. It was voted the world's favorite song in a 2005 
Sony World Music Poll. <laughs> so if you want to look up the Sony Ericsson right. World Music Poll, number one. And in 2011, a team of scientific researchers concluded that the song was the catchiest in the history of popular and music. that's what I want to talk about because that's wild. Yeah, I read about that too. So <laughs> Catchiest. Isn't that funny? Yeah. And so uh, it made it back to number 52 in 1992, after Bohemian Rhapsody was used in Wayne's World, that famous scene in the car, and then uh, it, it kind of pulled uh, We Are the Champions back into the charts, so the record company released it again. Uh, we Are the Champions has gone three times platinum in the U.S., and We Will Rock You has gone four times platinum in the U.S. alone. So thanks to Wikipedia for some of that information there. All right. So let's let's get started first with We Will Rock You. All right, which good. I think is probably the the more recognizable. I think to most people, just barely. Yeah. Okay. You know? Like to a casual fan, or yeah. a, not, maybe even a non-rock fan. Sure. If you're if you're ten years old and you go to a sporting event, you're probably going to hear "We Will Rock You." You're probably not going to hear "We Are the Champions" unless your your favorite team wins a championship and it gets played on a hype video. And it sounds more like a, a British thing to me mm-hmm. that that. Playing the We Are the Champions sounds more like a British football, you know, league type of yeah, thing. So, yeah, but yeah, we will rock you everywhere. So, speaking yeah. of football, we sure. will rock you. Inspired by Liverpool Football Club, how cool! Yeah, I, I, when I found that, when I first read that, I, I couldn't believe it because I, you know, like a few years ago, I went over to Liverpool and I did not go to a Liverpool game because they were sold out. So, I went to an Everton match. Sorry, match. No right. Um, <laughs> And so it's just interesting that that uh, some fans over there were were chanting the Liverpool you know fight song or whatever while they were on stage, and so and that's what Brian May was like. Yeah, I need something that our audience can participate in and make them more part of the show. So the Liverpool Football Club anthem is "You'll Never Walk Alone." You'll never walk alone. Yeah. Did you get to hear it? I uh, didn't play it. No. I didn't, didn't play get it, I've, but I've, I mean, I'm familiar, I knew that it existed. I meant like at the at the actual. Well, I was in an Everton match, so, oh, so they matter. can't sing it there. No, they wouldn't have get, done that. Get there. pummeled. By oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, so they weren't playing Liverpool even. No, they were just, playing. It was just a Liverpool team. Spanish team. Yeah, pretty cool. But yeah, they that kind of. Uh, Brian May says he went to bed thinking, "What could I ask them to do?" And right. I think Freddie went to bed with a similar. Yeah, and we'll get that to that really, momentarily. Yeah. yeah, but like. Get them to chant, get them to stomp, get them to clap, something that will make them do something together, you know, which is, which, I mean, it makes so much sense because then you've got your encore, you've got your show closer, you know, you've got your moment when if things start to lag after a slow song, you boom. I mean, it makes sense to write it. It's just interesting to me that a band like Queen was inspired by sports. Yeah. You know, and when we get to the next song, also inspired by sports, which is which is so interesting to me. I'm not thinking of Queen as kind of sports guys. We've got right. we've got a, a, a Roger was the drummer was studying to be a dentist. Um, Brian himself was an astronomy PhD, right. which is crazy. And then you know Freddie's, Freddie's the just, most effeminate dude ever. So you don't think yeah. of him as, as being a sports guy. And like he was really like a pop culture kind of hmm. hippie culture guy, you know. So yeah. crazy. But yeah, I wouldn't have thought that they would be be inspired. So one of the things that I always and, and maybe I don't know if we should get to this now, but one of the things that, okay. that I found that was interesting <laughs> was that you know when when we were kids and we heard it on the radio, it was always "We Will Rock You," and then we are the champions, right? Always, and it's still to this day. I think if a radio DJ plays it, they're together. Yeah, 
But even though it was combined that way on the album, what I read, the band didn't really intend for them to be played together on the radio. That was I more guess they a, never dreamed that, that was, it would eventually be. And and that was you know, more that of way. like the DJs didn't want to have to deal with picking up the needle. Because back then it was all vinyl. So they just let right. it run. And it was only, the two songs together are only like five and a half minutes. So it's not like it's. Oh, it's like half a free eternity. Yeah. yeah. It's not like it's the <laughs> side B of Abbey Road or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. You know? So it's interesting to me that they, they intended it to be sort of a, a double single. But if you think of other double singles, like I, I go back to. Um, Strawberry Fields and and uh, Penny Lane, right? Double single, yes, but they were never completely tied together to the point they were always played together, right? You know, because they weren't joined on the album, so they're always played separately. And you know, it's just interesting to me that that these two songs, because of that choice to to crossfade them on the album, they're always played together. They they are Even conjoined now got twins. CD technology, and they're <laughs> yeah. separate, but they're still. It's it's just what a fascinating thing that one thing I noticed on this topic today when I watched uh, the video mm-hmm. uh, for for We Will Rock You and We Are the Champions. They had separate videos. Yep. So uh, We Will Rock You has its own individual video, which I'm kind of yeah. surprised. I watched know? them both myself. Yeah. yeah. But uh, they're even on the Queen official YouTube. They're they're separate. Yeah. Videos. Separate. Yep. But, but thanks to all that is holy, they play consecutively. If you play, we will rock you. It will, it will, yeah, it will auto play. I noticed that we are the champions. Isn't that Did funny? you see that? Yeah, <laughs> I love that about it. That's, 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 that's the way it should be. So another interesting uh, aspect of the song is that there, it's it's all beat driven, and there are no drums. No drums. <laughs> now that that kind of shocked me. Yeah, me too. I just I just imagine Roger Roger Taylor back there on stage just like playing playing pong or something you know while <laughs> while the song's going on, but like it, that's the uh, that's the seventies equivalent of looking at your phone right, right? exactly like you know we hear that the football too the little handheld football game. yeah <laughs> yeah but it's just you know it's just interesting I, I didn't know that either and it's like then you the whole song is just that stomp clap and like, apparently they had the roadies the band. Everybody was in the studio, and I saw that their their tea lady Betty was also <laughs> yeah. brought in to what to stomp clap. I, I thought we were the only band that had a tea lady. <laughs> no, I mean, come <laughs> <A> tea lady. <laughs> of course, ours is named Ralph. You know, uh, yeah, our tea lady is Ralph. Um, <laughs> but but Betty lives in. She's immortal now. Yeah. Her stomp claps yeah. are on that. But what a simple, simple stomp stomp clap. Stomp, stomp, yeah. clap. I mean, like, that's the most simple, basic. How can you boil any it's kind like, of beat down to Kindergartners could have done that. Yeah. You know? But yeah. I think that's what makes it but a great Instead, it was one of the greatest rock bands of all time. <laughs> but you hear it, you know what song you're listening to immediately. It's just, that's amazing, you know, yeah. that it was that that recognizable and that's, but still so simple. But I love it. You know, and the, the no drums is is just really remarkable. Yeah. So, well, and the thing is, what's interesting is, and I, I sort of had this in my brain, but I, but I sort of I went into the video today, and I'm like, I'm going to pay attention to this. Yeah. That stripped down sound. Yes. When May breaks into that guitar solo, and he kind of kind of sustains that feedback just for like a second or two. Did you notice that? Yeah. And then it just goes in, and it's like it's like, pow! It's bad to it the bone. It was so, it was so impactful. When that guitar solo comes in, and I hadn't heard the song in quite a while, I was just like, "Man, that 
That that was brilliant. It was fine craftsmanship. It was brilliant, yes. and it was simple but brilliant. It's funny we're on the same wavelength here. I wrote down in my notes today that We Will Rock You is so percussive and direct and clean. Then it breaks into that guitar solo. What I, my observation was, it punches your ears in the mouth. <laughs> so, I don't know. If that's a I thing. want that on a shirt. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Make a note of that. Maybe that'll be on our merch store. <laughs> Ralph, when you bring the tea, make a note yes, of that. Yes, please. Thank you. <laughs> wow. So interestingly, that song, the con- iconic song, always meshed with We Are the Champions, it's only two minutes, two seconds long. It's two minutes of fury. <laughs> two minutes of fury, which uh, brings up... Uh, oh, go ahead. No, which, you, is, which is what my girlfriend calls me. <laughs> oh, God. I wish I you can edit that I out. I wish I would have kept interrupting you. You, can, you can edit that <laughs> <Yeah>. out. <laughs> no, the, the uh it brings up an idea that i have that we will rock you is not a standalone song Mm. it really interesting would you call that a a standalone single or would you call that like a i would have said it was at least three minutes long right so i i think you've got a point you know and i didn't think of it that way but i think now that you've said it to me i think you're right it almost it's almost like part of Side B of Abbey Road. We couldn't finish there you bathroom go. window, so we just put it in here with this. Right. You know, and it almost makes you think that they were like, going, what do we do with this thing? Oh, let's blend it with this song because they're, you know, they're both sort of similar. And It just makes an excellent album intro. It really yeah. grabs you by the shirt, you know. Yeah. And then it basically a rap or a chant, you know, the whole time. Yeah. And leads so beautifully into We Are the Champions. But to me, yeah, it's just a, a, a what do you what would you call that preamble? You know? Oh yeah, that's what I'm gonna call it. Sort of, it, it feels that way, and I don't know if that's just because I've been influenced. The preamble that way. for the people. <laughs> there you go. Good. It just I just know, made that up. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you make and, big dollars. And yeah. I apologize. <laughs> but I mean, it just it, it. I think because we've heard them together so long, now we really associate it that way. So, yep. did you? run across anything called the the mandala effect no okay now this is an interesting this is an i'm going to uh paraphrase here kind of brutally here of about what the mandala effect is or mandala i'm sorry if i'm pronouncing that wrong but it is a false memory and some people say it's a glimpse into another dimension when you have it's it's almost like a deja vu thing all over again right it's almost like a deja vu thing all over again right so uh we will rock you plays then we are the champions plays and then uh at the end of those choruses we are the champions of the world always comes in right so at the end of the song right on the album and the 45 single what happens just we are the champions. Dum, dum. Isn't there a... Yes. And that's it. And that's it, yeah. And then no... But I completely forgot about that. No of the world yeah. at the end, which they do live. They did at the Live Aid concert. They seem like, you know, uh, some of those big notable shows at Wembley. Always Freddie adds of the world at the end. And everybody in the... Everyone expects it. Yeah, I expect it like crazy. And when somebody said that there's a mandala effect or mandala effect, which you know people fill that in their head, and then when you hear the original version yeah. that's on the album, it it blows your mind that it's not there. It's the interesting craziest. because I always sort of liked that that 
abrupt. I always like that. Interesting. What what do you think it says when it doesn't resolve? When it just it's just got the we are the champions. I, lo- I like I love when songs don't resolve because it leaves you wanting more. It makes you want to listen to it again to get that resolution. It's kind of what they're doing, I suppose, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. And I've I mean you know we've done that a couple times with our songwriting. Sure. And I'm always the one saying let's not resolve it. Let's make them wait. You know let's leave them hanging. <laughs> it's so, a hard decision to make. To go ahead and leave it unresolved, but boy, did that blow my mind! Yeah, I was and just I, and shocked. I, I think that's why that, that you you would ever do that is is to to kind of make the listener want to go back and listen again. I imagine they do that sort of thing in commercials where they put the product name in a few times and then they do a little jingle where you add mentally the product name at the end yeah. or something. I'm not saying yeah. that. that like, break me off a piece of that. <laughs> there, you know, there you go. <laughs> there was a great thing on the on the office where Andy couldn't come up with what it was, so he he decided it was break me off a piece of that fancy feast. <laughs> oh boy, nice. <laughs> um, before we start moving on to champions, I've got one thing that I found. Apparently, it was on a list of like the top fifty songs with misheard lyrics. Oh, good. Did you see that? Nope. Did not. <laughs> Apparently, see it. some people it. think that Freddie sings "Kicking Your Cat" all over the place. <laughs> Kicking your cat, cat all over the place. I never heard that. Oh, that's obviously what it is. <laughs> it would so, have been banned from radio, so wouldn't no, it? If you're, if you're listening to this now and you think that he said cat, he said can. Can. Kicking can. your can. Yeah, it's much much less cruel. Did you ever play kick Don't the call can Peter. as a kid? I think yeah. it was kind of about out when we were young. I did a little bit, but <laughs> yeah. Some kind of home base game, so. Yeah, I didn't know the rules, so I would just... <laughs> Get bored, kick a can around, or kick a rock. <laughs> I think that's what kicking your I, rock all over the place. I think this is what it, it what it signifies in the, in this song. I think is yeah, just kind of a yeah. dejected, you know, disaffected youth. You know, so what do you what do you get out of the lyrics to this song? I mean, it's uh, it's just kind of like well, and that's something that I was going to go back to uh, when we get into this next one because they're they're both similarly designed. Yes. Um, we can do it now if you'd like. Struggle, struggle, well, and rebellion maybe leads to struggle, rebellion, triumph. and then tr- yes, and then vindication. Right. But what I like is that both of the songs they start with the word "we." Good. And the band fully intended that. for this, this. This is not a a, a brag. This <laughs> is about all of us who are singing along to this. We are the champions. We will rock you. Right. And that was fully intended by them to to be a. A sing-along, kind of join the band and be part of this, you know. So that's that's why it translates so easily to sports. Sure. It does welcome you a lot more than I am the champion. Right. And I, will, I will rock you. Right. And you're like, screw you, man. You've got man. bad teeth. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Do you have any more notes on We Will Rock You, it, it, uh, it, like, as its own uh, Well, other than that, no, part? but I do, at the end, I want to I do, do a comparison. Uh, but uh, So but, um, were you kind of uh, uh, stunned that they came out of the same, sort of the same event or the same inspiration? Uh, I've got I've got two conflicting things. There was the Liverpool Football Club anthem. You'll never walk alone was sung as they walked off stage, and uh, and Brian thought, you know, what could we ask them to do? And then there was also a mid career show at Bingley Hall in Birmingham, or Birmingham as they say over there, where the mm-hmm. audience sang all the songs, um, you know, with the band, 
And uh, that also made him feel like they really need one. And so, uh, but they both, whatever, whichever case this was, they both wrote the songs like right after this event, right? As as audience participants. Well, and, and Freddie said that he was he was thinking about football specifically, soccer to you yes. Americans. Yeah. Um, when he wrote it, and, and it's funny, he kind of compared it to like an I did it my way sort of anthem. Yeah, I had that you know, note. That's interesting. Yeah, which I think is really interesting. But but that's, you know, I think to me that's why they both have become sports anthems because they were inspired by teamwork and sports, and yet they mean something a little different to the band in terms of, you know, we worked our butts off and somehow we got here, and now yeah. you're singing along with us. It's crazy how good they fit together and how they were inspired by the same event and how they're completely different takes on that right. sort of audience participation. And, and again, it's like Penny Lane and Strawberry Fields. Completely different songs, but about the same topic. About the same, not just just about Liverpool, about the same part of Liverpool. Is that I mean, right? Literally, it's the same neighborhood. Penny Lane and Strawberry Fields are just blocks away from each other. So maybe we're stumbling on some kind of uh, zeitgeist that gets in a band where they're in their creative stride and they maybe feed off of each other. Shared experiences, shared upbringings. Yeah. Like they can complete each other's sentences, I suppose. Yeah. You know, so yep. kind of amazing. All right, let's turn the page then to We Are the Champions. Uh, what Do you have any specific thoughts on that song? Well, I've already sort of shared a couple of them. Um, I did the... the uh, the thing about it being the most the catchiest song in the history of popular yeah, music yes. was, uh, just fascinated me. It was a <laughs> Goldsmiths University did this study, and the, the, they approached it with four different criteria, but one of them was was mathematical. So they they approached it as all music, especially catchy music, is is based in math. Oh, and so there are different wow. like singability for the average person was part of it. I can't remember okay. the other that sounds two good. or three, but. Huh. It's it's interesting. It's it's a. Uh, they discovered that. Here we go. Here it is. No, I did actually put this down. They discovered that sing along songs contain four key elements: long and detailed musical phrases. Okay. Multiple pitch changes in a song's hook. Wow. A male vocalist and a higher male voice making a noticeable vocal effort. So when he would hit that note, it challenges everyone to hit that note with him. Wow. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Man, that's crazy. I, I wouldn't have thought that, like, you know, kind of a lot of dynamics in a phrase would attract. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it attracts your ear, but I wouldn't know that would be, you know, kind of yeah. to help it be catchy. So but using, I guess that's what. Using the that formula, the scientists involved in the study found that We Are the Champions was the track that was most people were able to sing along to successfully. Really? <laughs> now, here I've got the, the next. Four songs in the top five. Okay, good. But first of all, I want to say, it doesn't sound like a very objective thing, but they made it, they figured out a way to quantify yeah, it somehow. Yeah. Isn't which it I, crazy? That's, yeah. Um, so, number two was YMCA by the Village People. Uh, that makes complete and total sense. Yep. Now, it goes off the rails. Uh-oh. Number three is Fat Lip by Some 41. Oh, Okay. I don't even know that song. I don't I either. I can't conjure it. I bet if we knew it, we'd be able to sing it, uh, you know, word for word because it's uh, probably what's sticking our heads. All right, next. I'm gonna I'm gonna save number four. So number five is "Monster" by a band called The Automatic. Okay. Wow. And here's the one that I couldn't believe. All right. The final countdown by Europe was number four. 
heck? <laughs> you can't deny that song, man. It just won't go away, that song. You oh, know? my God. I would have thought we built this city would be ahead of that. Oh, my gosh. It's crazy. <laughs> no, that's, that's what, I mean, good. what the heck is going on? Uh, it must have all those criteria. I don't know. <laughs> You'd think one of our songs would have sneaked in there, you know? Yeah. So let's go back in our own lives here. I think it's something we strive to do on the Rock and Roll Rabbit Hole is to Oh, yeah. Uh, you have a story about this album. I've got a story about this album, so I'll let you – I'll open for your story. Okay. I'll do my story first. Um, I remember spending the night with a school friend, a, a buddy at um, you know my high school. I think this was probably about – What was her name? Uh, it was a dude. Was it Betty? <laughs> no, it wasn't Betty. <laughs> <laughs> no. But anyway, um, uh, this guy's name was Jeep Grace. Jeep Grace. That's a wild actual name, Jim. But yeah, we call him wild hippie name. Yeah, it was really cool kid though, and kind of you know he had uh, I think great taste in rock and roll. And so when we were like you know just hanging out and his mom was probably fixing sandwiches or whatever, um, he pulls out this album, and I remember to this to this day, and this is what thirty years ago probably or forty, almost forty years ago, sixty. So, so, <laughs> so Jeep pulls out this album and holds it up and he goes, have you heard this? And I remember seeing that green album. I can picture where he was yep. sitting in the room yep. and I can see that weird robot holding like some, you know, like yep. looks like Brian May or Freddie. And kind of got his hand like that. Got yep. his hand like, <laughs> like King Kong. Yeah. And it said news of the world and, and I believe red. But I can still picture that album cover from that. I didn't have to. I don't have to, you know, look it up. I just remember from that one moment thinking, "Wow, that's yeah. pretty darn interesting." And so he put the needle down and played, well, you know, the first of the album, which starts with "We Were Rocking, We Are the Champions," and it it did blow my mind, you know. And I thought, "Wow, uh, Jeep's got good taste," and that is pretty amazing. Yeah. And I don't. I didn't really remember having heard it on the radio. I heard another one bites the dust. Yeah, and maybe Bohemian Rhapsody, but I wouldn't even swear to that. You know hmm. that they were all that big. I mean, here. I don't know. Yeah, I remember hearing it after the first time I heard heard it. But right, okay. So what's your story? What's so your story? my story was my my best friend at age eleven was a, a kid named Clark Herndon. Uh, still yep. lives around these parts, and uh, yep. Clark was a huge Queen fan. He had a Queen belt buckle that he always wore. Uh, that is awesome. And, and, and I, <laughs> that I is quite today, a statement. As, as I was preparing for this, I'm like, I'm going to go on eBay and find him one and buy it for him. That's a great Cause, idea. Because like I, so he and I reconnected a few years ago, and I and I said, do you still have that Queen belt buckle? He didn't know what I was talking about. I said, dude, <laughs> I remember you wearing a Queen, and I went and found one. It wasn't for sale, but I'm like, it's this, and he's like. Oh, I can't remember that now. Does yeah. it shock you when people don't remember things that you remember? It's that right. Vividly? Yeah. So anyway, so he had just bought the single. Okay. And I was hanging out at his house, and we were working on something. I think that this was the day we were, for some reason, we were bored. We were making. We're take, we took a shoebox and tried to make it look like a robot. We were just adding stuff to it to make. I don't know why we were. We were eleven. Hey, that stuff, kids do. We sure. were eleven. Yeah. And so. He played me We Will Rock You, and then he played We Are the Champions. And I was like, whoa, I really like that song. It's so great. And so we sat there working on that quote-unquote robot and just, you know, remember your your record player? Cause you could set it somehow to where it would just play over and over and over. You could just lift the something. Oh, put it, it on would, some kind of repeat. And it would sure. just repeat. So yeah. we played We Are the Champions probably 30 times over and over and over. 
Oh, and that's yeah. why, and it became yeah. like my favorite song. Well, then people started pairing it to sports. You know, right. The yep. Dallas Cowboys used it, and like you know, <laughs> and so it just it became like, you know, it's like so. That's my memory of that song is hanging out with Clark and listening to it like a thousand times, and so that's why now, like when I heard when I watched the video today, I was prepared for that ending. Because I listened to oh, it so many oh. times that day. You're the one guy. My brain, I was like, oh, it's going to end short. And then it was like, boom, boom, and it did. I was like, yep, there you go. So I would challenge listeners, uh, that which we appreciate that you're there, uh, to listen to... Shout the, out to uh, Italy. <laughs> yes. To listen to the original album cut of this song and see w- what your feeling is on the ending. And maybe you can comment, you know... Send us a send us a note on that because to me it was very striking to me how much I wanted to fill in lyrics that weren't there. You know, yep. so it's just fun. So now thinking back on this time and then you know like sort of you you didn't um, before like MTV was really uh, pervasive. You didn't see these bands so much. You heard their you names. You heard them. Yeah. You heard them, and you didn't necessarily know what these bands looked like, what what they acted like, what you know anything yeah. about That's them. Why video killed the radio star? Uh, well, video did, and and a lot was left to the imagination, which I would say is a is a good thing, or you know could be considered to be a good thing. It's sort of like when somebody says you know a movie is the book is better than the movie. You know, mm-hmm. it kind of reminds me of that sort of situation. Yeah. But do you remember? Rumors that we are the champions is actually a gay anthem. Song. I think I heard that at some way. I didn't. I didn't come across it when I was researching this week. Well, to me, I I remember hearing that back. You know, yeah, I remember hearing that and whatever. And to me, it that was believable to me. You know, I, I felt like that the lyrics could could work for that sort I, of thing. But I think that the nature of the song is any sort of group, any sort of team, quote-unquote, right. can adopt that song. And that's why it was yes. written the way it was written. We've made it, you know. And Like Glenn Fry said, that vagary is the uh, you know main principle. Now you got to bring the eagles into this. Tool of a- you got to bring the eagles into <laughs> it. Oh, no. I, you know, actually, <laughs> now that you mentioned the eagles, I don't have the – I think I do have the – Yeah, I do. Ralph, I need more tea. Here's another, here's, an, here's another eagles fact that we can work into this for no apparent reason. But get this. I can't work with you anymore. This, this, this is a comment on the staying power of Queen. And I don't think we would ever have known. <laughs> I don't think we would have ever known what bands would be remembered and what what bands would like keep on like a like a trajectory of getting more and more popular. I mean the Bohemian Rhapsody movie has brought Queen back to the forefront yeah. like nothing ever before. Well, Wayne's World sort of Wayne's World that. also did that. But I mean I think that, you know, it would be hard for me to say, oh, this band will be still famous in the 2020s, yeah. and this one will be less so. Okay, now get this. Let's just use Spotify as a sort of a vital signs indicator of bands. Uh, Queen has 44 million monthly listeners, 44 million, in this day and age, years and years after Freddie's died, and, and uh, you know, that band's... But they're still available in some entity but not really what what they were okay the beatles 25.5 million monthly listeners i'm not saying this tells the whole tale no no but that's remarkable i've got some stats too that i'm going to share okay good the eagles 20.5 million adele 
has 60.5 million. So, so, but Queen really holding their own at 44 million. Yeah. I mean, that, that's shocking and great. It's, it's yeah. right. Maybe rock and roll's not dead. We rock always and, say rock and roll's dead. Oh, it's not. It's part of why we started this podcast is to try to keep it alive on some level. Obviously, our band is not doing that. Um, so here's what I did. I, my, my thought was I, was I was watching these videos and listening to these songs again. I'm like, so these were forever paired together, played together on the radio, paired together on the single yes. on YouTube. So I said, okay, which one is the more popular of the two? Right. So uh, because they're together. So... I just I just looked at or or should we split the baby like that you know do we have to <laughs> but here's what I'm gonna say <laughs> all right good I'm on listening. Queen's YouTube official YouTube channel yes uh, we are the champions the there are zero dislikes zero zero that seems hundreds of thousands incredible. of likes sure. zero dislikes. Good. You would think there would be a number of trolls that would go there just to dislike just, it. Well, j- just somebody that that accidentally hit the, the dislike Here's button. how many views we, we Are the Champions has. Okay. Had as of this afternoon. Okay. 245,239,251 views since 2008 when the channel was. Wow. 245 million. That's amazing. That's amazing. We will rock you. Same thing, no dislikes. Right? Hundreds and thousands of, of likes. Yes. 509,670,724 views, and that includes me. So did it double, double up We Are the Champions? More than doubles it up. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not in favor of that. But, I mean, are I, you surprised? I like We Are the Champions better, but that's yeah. just me. Right. But I think that, that We Will Rock You is probably the one that's been played more. It's more primal. More people know it. More simple. Yeah. Maybe more. It, maybe it translates to other cultures more, you know? Because uh, yep. you don't have to understand it. You just have to hear the, the stomp, stomp, yeah. clap. Yep. And We Will Rock You is such a simple phrase, yep. you know? It's forthright. It's, you know, it's obviously just this sort of thing of like domination and winning and you know ah. I think that's the thing that I mostly had to come to terms with on this episode and and the research leading into this episode is the fact that that we will rock you has sold more than we are the champions yeah and I always thought that we will rock you was the sidecar to we are the champions the motorcycle yep. right you know well, I mean, and, I, and I read that like like you, I think you said on in your notes I saw that the official A side is we are the champions but the official B side is we will rock you is that correct the yes yeah yeah, yeah. which would would have them out of order as far as which what, is yeah <laughs> but it was on the on the album it was the opposite right it starts so, out with we will rock you yeah. uh, but so it's it, like to me the A side invites you to play the A side first, first, then flip it and discover this hidden gem on the other mm-hmm. side. Right. If so, right? Or or this throwaway, yeah. What which is the sidecar flop? Uh, right. You know, uh, that's, that's the you know yeah. you play you play yesterday first and then you play uh, uh, act naturally second <laughs> right? you know <laughs> with Ringo singing. So so there are other songs that have been uh, linked in history that were like forever be linked. Uh, Live and Love and Maid and Heartbreaker by Led Zeppelin. And it's kind of the test of a DJ 
as the to their uh, rock yeah. and roll acumen as to whether they go ahead and let them play together. Mm-hmm. And there's also uh, "Waiting for the Bus" and "Jesus Left Chicago" by ZZ Top, which should always be you know paired. Yeah. I mean, you know, theoretically, and I don't, you know, uh, Led Zeppelin breaks those songs up in concert, and they don't, you know, ascribe yeah. to that theory that they should always be together and never meant that it was a thing like that you know yeah but uh i don't know i just think maybe this is the best double it's certainly the most successful in terms of the way the way that it was presented the way that it has endured because it is so thematic Although it, you can argue they jumped the shark at Radio Gaga. I'm, I'm sorry, I just thought oh, it not your favorite, not my favorite. So, did you see the movie? Speaking of Radio, no, Gaga, I haven't seen it yet. Because that's part of the big live aid, yeah. the crescendo of yeah. the movie. Um, I think you should see it. It was pretty. Oh, I want to. Darn it's not that amazing. I avoided it. It was more of a not one to go to theaters. You know. Cause oh well, that makes more. total sense. I took the whole family. <laughs> <laughs> Which kind of maybe shows how responsible I am. Did it? Did it come out? <laughs> shows your priorities are in order. No, I think it came out before. Maybe did, it did. Yeah. Did it? Oh yeah, man, I don't know. I don't. Know. We were excited to go as lovers of rock and roll, uh, a family that maybe I bond with my bonded with my daughters more over uh, the love of the music of Queen. You know, they're not big Elvis fans or necessarily yeah. they they tolerate the Eagles. They tolerate you know, they like the Beatles of course, but. Um, Queen was the band we could all mostly agree that we would listen to. Yeah. So, kind of a good thing. They're still still bringing people together and you know the the, the remaining members seem to be doing fairly well. What yeah. do you think? Yeah. Well, I've seen uh Brian looks them. like uh Beethoven now. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a couple pictures Jimmy of him. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great. I didn't think of Beethoven. <laughs> I thought more of of like Einstein. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> I kind I'm going with the Mozart yeah, kind of Yeah, makes look sense. Or it's musical at least. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe the whole uh, science and music thing drew, drew me into Einstein. Yeah. So I think we've kind of beat this one into the ground. Yeah, so, definitely. Uh, I'm sure the people have already tuned out. But great to be back together. Yeah, uh, we're going to have more uh we we are Looking to get a friend of ours uh, to to call into the show from Japan. He's yes. a great musician and a guy that, that we both know well. And uh, we've got a couple others that we're trying to line up as well uh, to to dive into some some songs and and uh, some interesting. We're going to try to expand our horizons just a bit uh, to to get a little bit a little bit more general at times. Uh, we we're gonna still do these focused ones, but we'll we'll probably have some some episodes coming coming up that will be a little different in format, not based on one single song, right? Or, yeah, maybe more of a, a genre thing or a, you know, but but we'll uh, you know we're gonna continue to evolve, and we hope that you'll keep listening. I'd like to uh, you know address some controversial topics like uh, do bands that tour with one original member can they can be considered? You oh know, my gosh! <laughs> well, we might tackle the old uh, Mount Rockmore. Oh, we're going to have to yes, tackle yeah, that. Well, that'll more. be an interesting one, too. So, so we'll leave you with that tease. But once again, thanks, Cheers, thanks for the beer. The highlight was great. And uh, thank you for listening. Please subscribe to the uh, the podcast. Uh, please forgive the background noise. My, my dog Atticus was very active tonight. So, <laughs> Cheers, guys. He's the we'll third, see you next uh, time. third host. See you next time. My observation was it punches your ears in the mouth. <laughs> I don't know. If that's a I thing. want that on a shirt. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs>
almost like a deja vu thing. All over again. Yeah. Right. 